And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk And I'm down to dunk I'm down to dunk This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk I'm Shaco Alexander and I'm down to dunk This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk this is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, as always, on Mondays, my good friend, Michele Barrett. Michele, oh, what's up? It's, it's, um, it's Monday. It's great. Uh, your reaction, and we haven't heard your trade deadline reaction yet. Thoughts, um, feelings. I'm sad. I'm sad for too. Mike. I'm even more sad watching Mike on our intro there today. Yeah, me too. Super sad. Um, I watched him for a good ten minutes in his last game for Boston. He, he seems good. He yeah. fits. Yeah, great. Yeah. At a certain point, Boston was. Um, putting him, Cornette, and Grant Williams on the court at the same moment. I was very confused. That's it is idea. very different. But, you know, it's um, Mike is a, it's a good guy. Um, I think that uh, Baze is going to be better in Phoenix compared to what he was for KC. Yeah. And I will not root for him, nor for the team that he plays on. <laughs> So that's that's my take. No, I mean Phoenix has to had to do something. I yeah. think that um, we discussed them as the most disappointing team of this regular season. Yeah, and for sure. The one that had the that was in the pressure cooker. Yeah, um, no doubt. And when you are in the pressure cooker, you can either take it slow and like reflect if this is just a moment or. If you have other avenues, uh, they they act quickly. And to be fair, they act on a guy that, if healthy, is really the target to make these kind of moves. Um, you pay for for some pick a guy that it is probably worth three plus Cam Johnson and to to, to have Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. If the, if it doesn't work, uh, it's. Um, it's going to be mediocrity or just rebuild from scratch. Yeah. But yeah, it's worth a try. Yeah, it's worth a shot, especially in the West, where there's zero elite teams in the West. Apologies mm-hmm. to the Denver Nuggets, but they're not an elite team. With regards to, like, statistically, they're not. So, might as well go for it. I think that they've yeah. got a really good shot to to win the whole thing. So, uh, The Thunder got three second-round picks, which is cool. Because that can, that gets you, uh, you know, you're two, you're two picks, two second round picks away from getting an injured Gary Payton from that point. So it's pretty cool. Um, 
And Dario Saric, who is now on the team. Thoughts on Dario? Because he's he's with the team. He's he's practiced with the team. He's at shoot around. He'll suit up tonight. I don't know if he plays tonight or not. Jeremiah is also back with the team today, which is noteworthy. And, and with that news came the news that Trey Mann has been sent down to the blue. So they pass each other with a swift high five down the hallway. And Jeremiah's back, which is really good. It's been forever. It's one of the worst ankle injuries I've ever heard of. And then Trey Mann, who continues to struggle, and he's he's going to try, try to get his footing there. They're going to try to get him some burn down there. And honestly, the Thunder get a little bit better with Trey Mann gone, I think. he's He's been a weak spot for the Thunder so far this season. And I, I still have hope that he can get it together. He's mm-hmm. tremendously talented. I'm not ready to give up on Trey yet. But Isaiah Joe is – he's got a stranglehold on that position, man. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what's happened. And the Thunder, as far as, like, roster spots go from the uh, – we haven't updated this on the pod yet, but as far as, like, there's, they have no more roster spots. They gave Eugenio Marui the mm-hmm. – uh, a standard contract. So congrats to Eugene. He's played well, man. Like, I, you have to yeah. commend him. I personally was rooting for Lindy to get that, but Eugene has been better than Lindy this year, and they gave it to Lindy, or they gave it to Eugene, and so good for him. That's great for him and his family for him to get that standard contract. That's a it's a huge deal. Like I cannot underestimate like what or understate like what a big deal that is for these guys. So big congrats to yeah. Eugene, and then uh, <laughs> welcome back Olivier Saar to the Thunder program. <laughs> He signed the two-way deal with the Thunder over the weekend. Um, sure, it's happened. Hey, he was too good to tank last year. Hey, do you remember that? I do like, remember that. I do. Remember, he was hitting threes. He was doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. they obviously have some some love for Olivier. So he's back. The Thunder roster is complete for the rest of the season, probably, and. We move forward, march toward the uh, the play-in or the lottery with this crew. What's your take on them trading Mike in terms of, is it a signal of the, yeah, we're good, in the uh, semi-tank mode or not? Um, no. Because I was, I was listening to Zach Lowe and, um, and Bobby Marks discussing it yeah, a bit just briefly. And... Uh, I mean, it's it's a take, which is not a wild take, but I think it has more to do with the fact that Mike wasn't expiring. The difference that Mike makes in terms of winning or losing is less and less by the day. I it's mean, a backup big man. I mean, he plays like 15 minutes a game at most, yeah. typically. Good minutes. They are good minutes. With, with, with JRE coming back yeah. and Jay Will being better, can we say that the difference in half a season of Mike Boscala is maybe two, three wins, which is not nothing, but if it all goes well, that is the difference. You're basically and, trading two or three wins for two second round picks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And But it's not like going back to tank or just, okay, now we're not no, winning anymore. No, no. Like, I mean, it was apparent to me that against Portland, where 
by the way, man didn't play his worst game. I mean, it was okay. I'm sad to see him gone uh, to the G League again. I had high hopes. I made wild takes um, in the offseason on, on, on Trey. Um, yeah. But against Portland, they, they meaning Mark Tegnall, really coached that game to win. Like He's been, he's been doing that it, lately. He's been doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's, and he's doing it like successfully yeah. like it's not yeah let's play shay for it i mean it's and we lose anyway no when he does it 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 makes a different a difference there are games where okc is not able to find uh their footing um weird games like the one against houston the one against golden state mm-hmm. but more times than not they have a firm grip grip on the on the game and they are able to to come through in the um, in the last quarter of the game which is incredible for a team this young yeah yeah I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that jeremiah is coming back there's hope poku's like doing work now like maybe poku can come back you know mid-march maybe mm-hmm. and if and if you have those three plus you're keeping sharich like you like you wouldn't I don't think that you would trade for Sharich and keep Mike and play Jeremiah and like you just can't play everybody. Yeah. And then like next year you're getting Chet back anyways. So like what are we really doing here? What what they did is they gave one, I think Boston, they they probably said that there's a few teams that we would send Mike to just because we really like him and we want him to end up in a spot that makes sense for him. And if yeah. any of those teams meet the asking price of two second-round picks, then we're going to do it. And they stayed true to that process. And so I think that's yeah. what happened. I don't, I don't think it's something to overthink. Uh, I hate that he's gone. I know he really loved it here. I know it wasn't like, Mike demanded a trade out of here. Like No, I think it was like no. Sam being more disciplined to the process than anything else is what it was. Yeah. Um, and it gives also a real chance to... To charge to show what he what he is again, um, I would not say that he is gone for sure or that he is here to stay for sure. I think that he has a legit chance to show what he is, what he's about, like yeah. how he mesh with the team. He is a guy who had um, an NBA career that was probably not on par with the hype. It was around him when he was younger. Oh, but no he's still question. a functional NBA player that can yeah. pass the ball, rebound, defend, shoot the basketball pretty well from the line and from three. Um, he's a versatile forward that can play maybe some backup center minute for, for small stretches. I mean, yes, there is Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Yes, there is Jay Will, uh, Pokushevsky. Um, but nobody has their name inked into a role for next season. No. Um, probably, probably like you would like for every uh, one of them to have a chance next year as well. But I mean, I think that these kind of moves, like, hey, let's keep charge and see if he help us just winning a couple of games this year and he's gone next year. Great. Uh, if he's like really functional, then why not giving him a mini MLE uh, and, and and keep it around, keep him around mm-hmm. if he likes that. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is definitely, you go into this with an open mind with Shard. Exactly. And just see, like, maybe he can play, maybe he can't. He's a little bigger, like, he's thicker than all than all of the guys that Thunder have. So he, mm-hmm. I think he definitely can play backup center. I think he specifically can play center on this Thunder team, mm-hmm. where they 
prefer to go small. They prefer to space out everybody. And they prefer to have everybody be able to pass and do all that. Like Jeremiah wouldn't play center for many teams mm-hmm. in the NBA, but he plays center for this team. Same thing with with Sharch. I don't think Sharch. I mean, he played he played more center last year for Phoenix than he has this year. Yeah. Um, Pre injury, he played more center for them. Um, they signed Jacques Landell this in the off season, and that he he and Jacques Landell played a lot of minutes together this year. And Jacques's a little bit bigger, so like they consider mm-hmm. him the center. Um, but I think he can play both big spots. Like he's just a big. Like he's a floor spacing big. Um, if you look on synergy, like forty percent of his shots came in spot up situations. He's point mm-hmm. nine three points per possession in those, um, which is fine. Like it's not great, but it's like good enough to where you feel you feel fine about that. He's not Mike Muscala level, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then he does different stuff. Like he plays in the pick and roll more. As a guy, he's got really good touch around the rim. He'll post up more than than Mike does. Like he's he's got more of like a back to the basket skill game than Mike did. A um, little bit better passer than Mike. Not as good a shooter, um, but he's going to provide something. How much he gets to do that, I don't know. Uh, it depends on how well Jay Will and Jeremiah play, but they'll certainly give him a look. And there will be games where he plays a lot. And there'll be games where he doesn't play at all, is what my expectation yeah. would be. Uh, so I think they they both are going into this with an open mind as far as what's going to happen. And we'll see. I think he fits, actually, I think he fits pretty good with the with the culture and with the style of play and everything Mark wants to do. Like, he's kind of a thunder player. Like, if we were, if we were evaluating him as, like, a late, sec, late first-round pick, early second-round pick, like, it'd be like, yeah, like, he checks the thunder boxes. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and I'm very curious to see how he plays in pick and roll with Giddy and Shay. That is something that he can yeah. do uh, yeah. as both as a like role man and guy who can pass the ball from the top of the key. Yeah. So I'm quite interested in that. Yeah, uh, I mean, me he's too. not a leaper or a vertical spacer, but he's a guy that mm-hmm. can move around. Uh, he 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 understands space. He wasn't very good for Phoenix this year. Their lineups with him are terrible um but he, but he was great last year as you mentioned when he was playing more center so um maybe the fit with another big man like Aiden or Biombo is not exactly what he likes to do um we'll see i mean it's it's tricky to to uh, to try to project uh numbers from a team to another i mean yeah if you play him with a little bit more of all, all of um flow where you can actually touch the ball move around um like be part of the creation of offense maybe maybe can get back to a reasonable level and if not who cares like like really if after 10 games is terrible they can just cut him and and send him to europe to to, uh just to play in the euroleague playoffs yeah i mean they could waive him before like the the deadline for him to sign with the playoff team if like it's yeah. just like yeah this isn't working you can go find another spot fine i would There's, be skeptical they don't but yeah maybe yeah I, I i have very low expectations for this like i don't i don't think like anybody's going into this thinking like dario is going to be the backup center for the thunder next year or anything like that like mm-hmm. i would just go into it just saying like hey this is uh this is fema high luke you know like they they made the trade to get the second rounder 
And the way they mm-hmm. got it was taking on Dario's contract. You know, similar thing where, and, and it was different than with Hami because Hami got them a second round pick. Baisley did not get them a second round pick. Um, How dare you? But it's it's a similar <laughs> it's a similar deal where it's yeah. Did Svi have like some moments with the Thunder where you're like, oh man, like this guy can kind of play? Are they going to bring back Svi Mihailuk? We're, we're probably going to have that nope. podcast with with Dario and have that question. But I don't know. Dario has got some ability. It's cool that he's a process sixer. Like bringing him into this team mm-hmm. as a process sixer, like that's kind of cool. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Uh, okay, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about uh, this Blazers game and then their uh, their game against the Pelicans and the upcoming schedule. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paolo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is meme mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And we're back after that quick break. Michele, boy, Thunder fans had got a, got a treat on Friday night um, against the Portland Trailblazers in Portland. Our guy Al, Al Baby Cakes was in attendance for this game, and man, they put on a show. They put on a show in Portland. That yeah. was one of the most fun games to watch. Uh, I thought they were dead in the water. They're down Me nine too. at the beginning of the fourth quarter. You think, okay, it's a good fight. You know, we know where this team is headed, and then they just rip off this run. That just had you like either jumping up and down or had your jaw on the floor or something. It was crazy. A lot of it was led by them just absolutely locking down Dame and Anthony Simons and just saying, like, nope, you're not doing anything for the rest of the game. And we're going to just kill you on the other end too. Yeah, it was it was incredible. I was there like clapping hard. It's like, yes, this is how you play. Uh, I yeah. mean, I clearly um, said it louder and with uh, a lot of profanity in between. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, it was um, it was a game where you can see the home team playing and hitting shots that can that can kill you. I mean, Dame was hitting very difficult shots. Uh, I mean, oh, poor awesome. Aaron Wiggins. He he was playing good enough defense, uh, but but Dame was just owning him. Mm-hmm. Like say, okay, I'm I'm gonna shoot here. Uh, look look, I'm here. Pump fake, pump fake, and nail a three. Yeah. It was all that. Um, you're on the road. It's the last game of a tough emotional road trip where you get dismantled. Then it's LeBron. Then it's Portland late. Yeah. Um, and and suddenly, I mean, with the home team running away. Dagnall calls the timeout, yeah. puts Shea back with ten on the with ten on the on the clock, uh, puts Ludort in, who is playing like after this nagging injury that he had, and they change the course of the game. Yeah, JW is amazing. Um, Giddy make, makes a few plays, including a, a spectacular one leg jumper, uh, and and the team just plays the right way mm-hmm. up until the end of the game. Lou Dort is amazing. Low uh, impact on offense in terms of number of possession, perfect from the field, um, missed two free throws, who cares? And he completely destroyed Dame. He was just, okay, not on my watch. And, and, and the play that made the game for me, and it's clear it's, it's the play of the game, it's when uh, Simon has the ball. There is... Um, J-Dub on him, dislodge the ball, then Shea recovers it, and J-Dub has this crazy dunk. Ferocious, like, man. It's, it was like a, like a tough dunk with, with Simons trying to decapitate him. It's, yeah. it's, uh, Truly. It, it's a moment where you say, wow, <laughs> this team really has it. And he's screaming on the floor, and like there, yeah. everybody is just super pumped. Like, yeah, that was the play of the game. By far, and obviously, like we're starting to do this thing where we kind of brush over what Shea does because there's other really cool things happening that are like newer and more fun. 
Let's just like make sure I touch on Shea's thing before I go on my J-Dub soliloquy. Um, he had 44 points on 16 shots. That's insane. There's never been a thunder. Plus defense. Yeah, plus like, defense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's no joke. There, There's not been a Thunder player in the history of the franchise, mind you. There's been some pretty good players to play for this team that have had mm-hmm. a more efficient 40-point game. No Thunder player shot 80% from the field while scoring 40 points in a game before, ever. Not Kevin Durant, not Paul George. Not, not Russell Westbrook. Not Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, not... I mean, that... That's insane, man. That's insane. Like he 18 of 19 from the free throw line, 13 of 16 from the field, three boards, seven assists, two steals and a block, plus 22 on the night. And a double windmill. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what – I had to watch that. I have watched that probably 300 times. Yeah, me too. Because it is just something you don't ever see. I was like, what is hey, he – Why is doing that? Oh. What is he doing? And then he makes that move. I, I, dude, I – he is doing things that just players don't know how to do, have never thought to do. He is, I mean, this this is a this is a superstar player, man. I mean, he outplayed Dame in Portland, and Dame had an awesome night. That's the thing is like Dame was thirty eight points on eighteen shots. Like he was incredible. Like it was yeah. like a plus Damian Lillard. Oh, by the way, the Thunder have someone that's a lot better. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty crazy. Even before the season, if you said, like, Dame is completely healthy, Shea is completely healthy, who's going to have the better year? It would have been probably, like, a toss-up. Yeah. And, like, now it's, like, nope. This guy's Shea is just, just way better. And the, the part that you touched on defensively, like, he's a way, 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 way better defender. He's playing like a cornerback. Like he had a few a few steals where he just was – Playing uh, ahead of his defender and just jump with the perfect timing and just stealing the ball. Yeah, up in the air. Like, yeah. um, it's. I mean, and he he's clearly not playing like forty eight minutes of elite defense, but it's more good defense than not. More than last Plus year. The thing, yeah, but like if you if you take his total number of possessions you can say that more than half are hey shea is playing good defense yeah it's not like oh boy there's this shea missing his man it happens sure. it happens to every superstar but with shea you notice way less yeah and when it's time in that fourth quarter he made a steal that propelled that mm-hmm. uh, it was against i think eubanks where he just switched on him lob pass no 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 i'm i'm tall and my my arms are very long. Legs, I can get man. that, and he got it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 incredible what he's doing. And it's not one thing that I love that Dignold um, commented on after the after the game was, yeah, it was very good. But every time Portland tried to double him, he made them pay. Yeah, and it's clear. I mean, even late in the game where Portland was trying to double him, double him, double him. He was always finding cutters. Yeah. And if you are that good, I mean, the passing of Shea, I remember me and you three years ago saying, yeah, nice, nice first season of Shea, but the passing, you know, it has to improve. If, if it comes serviceable, like serviceable, like that guy really spots everything on the court. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the change that he's making 
on offense, on defense, in leadership, like clutchness, like you name it. He is incredible. Mm. And and I mean, the team rallies behind him, which yeah. is insanely fun to watch. They love they love playing with him. And he is a point guard. He's the point guard of the team. Like mm-hmm. the end, full stop. Like he's the guy. And he's got I feel like he's getting better as the season goes on too. Like it's not just like improvement from the beginning of the season. It's like improvement that like keeps happening with him. Like he's continuing to get better. And like you ask yourself questions about like, can he be this? Can he be that? Like, man, I'm not asking any more questions. Like I'm done asking questions about what he can be. Yeah. Because I, I he's a top ten player. He's a superstar. He's he's what the Thunder need. He's what they he's he's the kind of player you tank for. Like he's you sell you just let go of two whole seasons to get this guy and the Thunder have had him the whole time while also getting Chet back soon, while also getting Giddy who was good in this game too, while also getting Jalen Williams who boy. Like the more I watch J dub, the more I'm just like convinced that like this guy's gonna be like the Thunder secondary star. Wow. Like I just think okay. he, I just think he's gonna be so good. He fills in the gaps so well. He gets to the hoop. I think his jumper's gonna get better. Um but he just like straight up knows how to play the game. And he does. And I love the fact that he's violent with his dunk. Oh like <laughs> he throws down these dunks. It just makes you it's just like it's cathartic, you know? Yeah. It's cathartic. I just his passing his, I, he's just got the whole package of a player that is like the the Jalen Brown to Shea's Tatum, you know? Yeah. Have you seen that pass where he's just driving uh, to get to the lane and then he he makes this underhand pass to to cutting Kenrich Williams in the baseline? Yes. Like, it was, wow, that's, <laughs> that's high-level stuff. Like, it's, the fact is, this team, and I mentioned this with John um, on Thunder After Dark, um, I said, this team is passing the ball a lot. They are moving around a lot. They try to play this uh, cohesive um, orchestra kind of basketball style, and they rarely turns it over, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. Like, they are super-duper young. J-Dub is young. It's 21. Yes, he's not like a 19-year-old rookie, yeah, but sure. they, they have very young rookies and anything that they touch it seems to or not maybe every player but i mean the fact that jadab seems a player kitty is a player mm-hmm. um shay is becoming a transcendent player dorty is finally showing off the contract that he's clearly earning like look at me like praising dort uh, for an entire episode I, I can do anything but praising the way in which he's playing as of late like to be honest but it's Clearly different from what he was doing at the beginning of the season. You know, Dort's but, shooting from from the corners this season. Forty-two uh, percent. You're such a hater. I'm. I just. I can't do this. Oh, sorry. I think I was generous. Forty. I think it's thirty. Forty-six point four percent. Okay, come on. It's not that bad. I, I didn't say thirty-one. Um, that's a career high from the corners percentage. Yeah, but he's wise. getting better. I think that after and he's taking. A few, He's so last year he took fourteen percent of his shots from the corners. This year twenty two percent of his shots. From yeah, the that's corners. better. Yeah, it's still I not the forty percent. It's not the forty percent from the corners that he was his 
his rookie year. Yeah, but that's but that's that bound to bound to come back. I was gonna say like he's done this before and it's starting to creep up and he's getting better. That's the thing with Dort is like he's becoming a much better basketball player. He had that <laughs> he had a Euro step in the lane that he made, and mm-hmm. I posted the video this morning on Twitter just because it was hilarious. And the the official after he finished it did like the move. And it was, Dort put it on his Instagram. It's hilarious. It was great. Yeah, Dort was awesome, and he came off the bench too, which I just thought was. I don't. I think it's because of injury thing, but it is yeah. quite interesting that he was willing to do that, and he was incredible in that role. Like that's not. It's not crazy to think that Lou Dort could be the the sixth man of this team. Whoa! You are pining him. You are demoting him to the bench now. Who's the hater? <laughs> Not trying to demote. I love the guy. I I think he fits in with this group. He played so well against Portland. Um, but you can't help but be excited about this team. We haven't even mentioned Josh. I thought Josh was really good against the Blazers yeah. as well. Um, and then our guy Isaiah Joe, who is now I, leading. I was about the, to say, is he a guy leading the finally? league? I mean, he's def. I mean, he's got to be a guy, right? Yeah, he's a guy. You no, know, I mean. <sighs> Take the variety of shots that he's making right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, defenses are starting to just go in complete panic mode when Shea and him are on the court. Say, yeah, I know. Now, what am I doing? Like, yeah, they're selling out. They're selling out. And yeah. that's, and that's what matters is like, does the defense care? Like, that's, what, oh, yeah, that's, they, that's what shooting, that's the whole thing with shooting. Like, who cares if you take them, but does the defense care if you take them? It's like mm-hmm. the defense is petrified of Isaiah Joe. And yeah. this guy, he could easily, and mostly because the bar is very low, easily become the best free agent signing in Thunder history. Yeah. Very easily. I keep saying that. I've said that on like four different episodes, but like he keeps proving me right with that. Um, the Thunder play the Pelicans tonight in OKC. Should be a fun one. The, you know, they have a just a couple games left until the All Star break. They've got New Orleans tonight. They have Houston Wednesday. I'm very interested to see how they play against the Pelicans, who have started to right the ship a little bit. Um coming off just one of the worst stretches of anybody this year. Um but they've won three out of the last four. They lost to the Cavs, but they beat the Hawks, Kings, and Lakers. Zion's out. Obviously, he's going to be out for a while. So I'm intrigued to see what the Pels look like tonight in OKC. But yeah, just two more games until the All-Star break. Uh, We will have some down-to-dunk content coming to you guys from Salt Lake City. So get yourselves ready for that. Uh, Should be really fun. Um, but yeah, I've actually, I've got to go. I got to cut this short, McKelly. I feel really sad to have to do that. Like as sad as I was about Mike Muscala leaving because I feel like I have a thousand other things I want to talk about, but the, Can I say a line before you go? The work just day calls. Line? Yeah. 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 I just, I can't wait to see Herb Jones versus Shea. I just won a revenge game. Hey, we'll see. If you don't think Shea has been circling this game. Oh, I, I'm sure he's circling like, this game. What, like, watch out. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really fun. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much for joining us live. Uh, if you have not joined us on YouTube yet, subscribe to YouTube. Hey, everybody that's on YouTube right now, all 145 of you, 
hit the like button right now. Just hit the like button. It somehow helps with algorithms or something. I don't know. I don't know that much about that kind of stuff. But please do that. Hit the like button. Subscribe to our channel. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. And we'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday.